Welcome to Transpersonal Journey. I'm Irene Siegel. Thank you for joining me as we bring ancient wisdom into modern times, following our path into the transpersonal spiritual realms and back. Today we're going to be talking about the work of the South on the medicine wheel. My teachers have been trained in the Incan ways, and this is my interpretation and integration of the work of the medicine wheel, and I have great respect and honor for my teachers that have brought this to me. The South on the wheel is represented by the serpent, and it's where we ask to shed our past the way the serpent sheds its skin. And this is all at once rather than layer by layer. As a psychotherapist in our Western culture, I've been taught to shed the past or heal the past layer by layer. We go deeper and deeper. And it can be quite effective in terms of healing the past, in terms of what I consider to be our linear past. So we're born into this lifetime and we have experiences and we bring those experiences forward in our life. And many of them serve us and some of them do not. Some of them stay with us for a long time and we just keep repeating pattern after pattern after pattern. So this is one focus of the past. What has happened to us in our childhood and how can we let it go? In therapy, we try to analyze it and go deeper. In shamanic tradition, they don't do that. You know, the shaman believes that we don't need therapists. We can do this healing through meditation work. We can do this healing by entering into sacred space and taking that journey, that transformational, transpersonal journey. And we can heal this by bringing it into ceremony. So I have found that it is really the blending of the two approaches that has been most effective in our culture for healing what the shamans would call the ghost of the past. But in doing that, we have to expand our perception of past. What does that mean? So we can look at it as our linear past, but in shamanic tradition, we learn to walk between the worlds and to step outside of linear time and space. And when we do that, the past is never really in the past. The past is happening at the same moment. But the past can have many meanings to it. So there's a past in terms of our own cultural and family past. You know, we have a whole history in terms of what our own family has been through generations back. And we're just finding through science now, through the field of epigenetics, that there's something called epigenetic inheritance, that what happens to our ancestors affects the energy that surrounds the cells, and that this can be inherited by the next generation. Now, in spiritual traditions, they talk about the energy field, but they will talk about it more in terms of what we have carried from the past. They don't talk about it scientifically. We have actually, in, our, in science today, they've actually found supporting evidence to say that what has happened in past generations can change the energy 
and change expression of the genes. It doesn't change genetic pattern, it changes the expression of the genes. And what that means is that within our lifetime, if there's a predisposition in our genetic makeup for a particular form of cancer, let's say, we can change the expression of that gene by changing lifestyle, by changing belief system, by learning how to awaken that spiritual part of us and to bring in a higher frequency of energy. So science and spirituality are starting to come together around some of these um, experiences and some of these understandings. But in shamanism, when we talk about healing the past, we talk about releasing the ghosts of the past. It's not just about an incident. It's about the energy that we carry from those of us in the past that have wounded us and cutting the cords that bind us to those ghosts of the past. And they believe that there's actual energetic cords that keep us tied to past experiences, to past people who may have passed on. But we we hold on to those past events and to those ghosts of the past. And we can actually learn through our journeying and our shamanic work and our meditation work to bring this into ceremony, to do the work, to bring it into ceremony, and to release the cords that bind us. But it's not just about our current past. This can be about our generational past. So generations back, there was a wound to our family system. How have we been carrying that wound? How has it shaped our belief system? And how has it shaped the emotions that we carry. And what happens is that we are so familiar with these beliefs and these emotions that we just take them on as if they are our own. And we don't even recognize that we've been carrying them for a really long time. You know, we're also connected to a whole culture and society. And that all has a past. That all has an energy field that we are part of, that we blend with, because we're surrounded by it. So that's why for me, when I started journeying in South America with teachers, it was a cultural shock. You know, I wasn't used to that cultural reference point. So um, I, you know, I, I tell people when I talk about it, that it was as if I was taken from this life here in New York on Long Island, where I've grown up, And I was thrown into the twilight zone because nothing was familiar. And as a result of that, I was really open to experiences that were non-ordinary and pretty extraordinary. But from where we are right now, we can take that journey into the past. And we can remember, and when I say remember, it's not a remembering from our ordinary brain, we can remember by accessing memory of the past that's held in our field, what our culture, what our society has been through, and what are we holding as our own? And how has that shaped us? What are those ghosts of the past? And we can heal those ghosts of the past. And what happens is when you release those ghosts of the past 
and heal those moments of trauma that are not personal, but are ancestral, that are held in our field. It changes what's held in the shared field. So I can't tell you how many times I've been on spiritual journeys and I've done my own work and I come home and my husband tells me how he has changed. And that's because we share a joint field. It's an interesting concept and pretty extraordinary. So when we talk about releasing the ghosts of the past, there are many levels to it. Many levels to it. And you might think you know the wounds in your own culture, and you do. You know some of those wounds. But there are more personal wounds in your family system that you may have no awareness of. And yet it can come up through meditation practice and focusing on the work of the South and inviting in the energy of that serpent that's ancient, that works with us to unravel the past. I had had an experience in South America where um, my teacher, Alberto Vialdo, was working with one of his teachers, and we went one night to the Nazca Plains, and um, we were one by one walking through a spiral on the Nazca Plains in the middle of the night in ceremony with an amazing shaman. And so I started to do my work. It was my turn. And I started to walk through this spiral. And I became really disoriented, very disoriented. And I was in the center of the spiral, and I couldn't find my way out. And I hear the roar of the crowd of the group that was many, many feet away from me. And the shaman was shaking his rattle and there was drumming and he was chanting and finally I got clear and I found my way out of the spiral and when that happened some came running over to me and they said that they actually saw a serpent rise from the earth and surround me and in that there was a process of shedding and healing that was happening for me. And then my teacher said to me, and in that process, it can be very disorienting. And that's exactly what happened. And that's how the shaman works. So we may not in our ordinary life necessarily walk a spiral, but we can do it symbolically. We can take the journey of that medicine wheel and we can shed those ghosts of the past. When we follow a a path, any spiritual path, we also become one with the field of that path. We also become one with the wounds of that the wounds that the tradition holds, as well as the gifts that are hold hold in the field of that tradition that you're following. So we want to be able to acknowledge that as well. Now, my belief is that whatever path we begin to follow, it's not new to us. Somehow that lineage is familiar to us in terms of past existences. Now, the shamans don't usually talk about past lives, but they do believe that we transition from existence to existence. 
And we have experiences in those different layers of existences. Some of them are based on the tradition that we're following, and some of them are personal in terms of that level of existence. And it could be profound. So we shed the ghost of the past and something changes for us in our everyday world. In some ways, it parallels what I've been taught as a therapist. I've been taught to help clients go into their past, to shed their past, to heal moments in time of trauma, to work with inner spaces and bilateral stimulation, to change how the brain functions around healing old memory. And it's really effective. But the shaman takes it to another level. It's not just about the trauma that's happened in this lifetime. It can be old trauma. Now, I do get clients who will say to me that they recall something and they believe it's a past life event. And I will work with them with that as a targeted memory. And it always heals something for them in this lifetime in terms of changing belief systems, in terms of changing um, how we view ourselves in our world. So when we consider healing the ghosts of the past, we have to consider our concept of time. We're not just talking about linear time and space. We're talking about taking that transpersonal journey into the non-ordinary spaces where linear time and space don't apply in the same way. We're rising above that in order to access memory that's held in the field. It gets processed through our brain but it can be personal, it can be collective, it could be ancestral, it can be ancestral memory that reveals our own experiences in our own soul's journey and our own development. And what starts to happen is the journey of the personality and the journey of the soul come together. So we can take present day wounds and we could notice how the wounds and the beliefs and the emotions attached to them are paralleling and maybe replaying themselves in this everyday lifetime. So we call upon the energy, and in the Incan tradition, it's the serpent. So we call upon the serpent to help us shed our past the way the serpent sheds its skin which is all at once rather than layer by layer. And you will see changes that happen for you in your outer world. So when you're doing the work of the South, you might come across people from your past. And this is your opportunity to start to heal those old wounds that may be held with family members or people that have created some difficult situation for you in the past. They start to come into our present. Or we start to have memories of the past. It's also a really good opportunity to do some work in the physical body. Whether it's changing your diet, or energy work, or massage work. Releasing memory that's held in the body and held in the field. Now, 
this is not so different from, from what's emerging today in psychology. We know that memory is not just held in the brain, it's held in the body. And we know from epigenetics that memory is not just held in the body, it's held in the energy that surrounds the cells of the body. So it's pretty extraordinary how this appears to all be coming together. So you need to set an intention to do that work of the South, to bring in the energy of the serpent and to bring it in. When you bring it in, it's calling on all four directions of the medicine wheel so that you are in sacred space, so that you are in safe space as you're journeying into these non-ordinary places. And I always suggest that people work with a teacher, that the teacher can bring an experience to you that is far greater than what you can create on your own. And as with all directions, I always look at these ghosts of the past from the perspective of the energy that they carry. And can we shed the energy of these ghosts of the past and it changes the energy that we hold in our own field. And it changes the energy that we hold on a family level, on an ancestral level, on a cultural level, on a societal level. It changes the energy that we hold even in terms of the lineage of the spiritual tradition that we're studying. We're bringing something forward, healing something in that lineage that brings the lineage forward into the 21st century because we are learning and awakening differently now than ever before. The planet itself is going through a transformational process and the planet itself needs to shed the past in order to awaken to a new future, to a new world. So we are living in extraordinary times. If you have an altar at home, you may want to place objects on your altar that represent the four directions. You may want to take objects that represent the four directions and put them on the floor and you sit in the center of that and do your meditation work from there. So notice what's comfortable for you and find a teacher to guide you. Remember that with every direction, it brings its challenges. It's never easy. If it was easy, we would all just ascend and that's not what's happening. So we have to go deeper in ourselves to meet those challenges. So notice how the past presents itself to you and notice how through your own meditation practice and ceremony you can start to bring forward a new way of perceiving and a new way of healing the issues that we each struggle with and the crisis that we each go through. So thank you for joining me in the past, doing the work of the past, and for more information, you can visit my website, drirenesiegel.com, D-R-I-R-E-N-E-S-I-E-G-E-L.com. So take a deep breath. Inhale. Slowly let it go.
and I will see you next time. So stay healthy and well. Aho.